0: Discordant Notes on Bagong Pilipinas Branding Strategy of BBM Administration First word? Significantly, President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. avoided using the term New Philippines in describing his preferred branding program for the country. He instead used the Filipino term Bagong Pilipinas. This means the administration will principally focus on convincing our people about the merits and wisdom of this branding strategy for the country. There is no hurry to sell it to foreigners and tourists. This way, BBM cannot be accused of using the overworked word new in characterizing his political program for the nation and the agenda of the government. He could skirt an exhaustive disputation on the issue with the other branches of government. Political use of new. Bagong Pilipinas of course means New Philippines, whether or not desired. William Sapphire, in his political dictionary, Random House New York, 1978, says no word stands out like new in the framing of themes for political movements and political programs. Many presidents and prime ministers have used the word new to describe their ambitious programs of government, and some of the most successful reform and development programs in history have worn the name. Sapphire says U.S. President Woodrow Wilson started the epidemic of newness when he entitled a collection of his speeches, The New Freedom. Wilson wrote, The day is at hand when it shall be realized on this consecrated soil, a new freedom, a liberty widened and deepened to match the broadened life of man in America. The Wilson phrase clicked and spawned a wide range of others. New poetry, new history, new democracy, new woman, the new anything, said historian Eric Goldman, as long as it was new and gave an intoxicating sense of freedom. Across the Atlantic, Adolf Hitler talked about a new order in Germany. Franklin Delano Roosevelt expounded on the New Deal to fight the Great Depression. When his turn came, John F. Kennedy talked of a new frontier in 1960, and Edmund Muskie in 1972 called for a new beginning. Adlai Stevenson captured the theme in an address during his own campaign for the U.S. presidency. The New America is the sum of many small changes, changes that add up to a broad transformation of our lives. New Labour, New Britain More recently, in 1997, Tony Blair and the Labour Party rode newness to electoral triumph in Britain and the United Kingdom. Blair and Labour summarized in the slogan New Labour, New Britain the vision of their party and their country, what we are, where we stand, and how we will govern. Their historic campaigns are memorably related in two popular books, New Britain by Tony Blair, Westview Press, London, 1997, and Servants of the People, The Inside Story of New Labour by Andrew Ronsley, Penguin Books, London, 2000. There are some kinks that need to be pointed out in the Bagong Pilipinas rebranding program and campaign strategy of the administration. What the nation needs most urgently is not the rebranding of the country and its tourism, but the designation of an official name or title for the republic. In their rush to invent a new constitution for President Cory Aquino in 1986, the unelected and hand-picked Constitutional Commission forgot to designate an official name for the republic. For 36 years, this has been left unrectified because the yellows and surviving charter framers have sought to block every attempt at constitutional revision. We are a nameless republic today, strictly speaking. Republic of the Philippines has been carried over from the 1935 constitution, which is now defunct and has been superseded by the 1987 charter. Philippines is a dubious bequest of our 1934 charter framers, as they sought to curry favor with our American rulers by Americanizing the historic name Filipinas. But even the wish to retain this colonial hangover was not explicitly provided for by the 1986 CONCOM. Correcting this constitutional oversight ought to be of the highest priority for Congress and President Marcos, since our state of anonymity and namelessness makes our membership and participation in the United Nations and global councils awkward. It could complicate our negotiations and agreements with other states. Filipino or Filipino. Secondly, it must also be pointed out that the name Bagong Pilipinas does not squarely fit the 1987 Constitution. In Article 14, Section 6, the Charter provides: the national language of the Philippines is Filipino. As it evolves, it should be further developed and enriched on the basis of existing Philippine and other languages. Section 7 of the same article says: as a medium of communication and instruction, the official languages of the Philippines are Filipino and until otherwise provided by law, English. With the addition of the letter F to the national alphabet, the use of the word Pilipino became the preserve mainly of Tagalog and other native languages and dialects. Filipino became our nationality and the official language. The Constitution, however, stopped short of saying that Filipinas is now the name of the country in the national language. This is the practice being followed by many Filipino dictionaries. Filipinas has become a word, mainly in the dialects and regional languages. Bagong Pilipinas is therefore better called Bagong Filipinas in the rebranding program and strategy of the administration. There is a strong case that can be made for Bagong Filipinas as a brand. There are connections to be found in national history and heritage. This way, it could resonate with the people and with the international community. Yenobserver at gmail.com.